This episode is brought to you by the book, Dare to Scale, How to Grow Your Business Gracefully. The book is written for the courageous business owner, the entrepreneur, you. Visit daretoscale.com books now to get your paperback, ebook, or audiobook copy today. Get off your ass. You got to have the desire to do everything that you possibly can to be what you must be. Hello. You are listening to the Dare to Scale show with me, Evan. And me, Varsha. This show is about all things scaling. Scaling your business, your journey, and you. You are here because you dare to dream. Dared to dream big. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. Or perhaps even join in. Hi, David. Welcome to the Dare to Scale show. It's an absolute wonderful Amazing pleasure to actually have you on the show. We spoke a little back on your office hours and really, really good to see you again. It's my pleasure to be here. It's such a common question that I get. And so it's such a nice opportunity to share some of the dummy tax situational knowledge and experience that I've had and hopefully motivate and inspire others. Oh, totally, totally. Watch this also on the show, just listening in. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm listening in. I'm right here. David, thank you again for being on our show. Such a pleasure. And what a treat for our listeners today. Thank you. So, David, just in your experience, your vast experience, can you tell us some of the trends in the US at the moment? Because in the UAE, you know, things are definitely picking up. I'm just curious how the situation is in the the US for the entrepreneurs. Well, the entrepreneurs, there's accelerated change in the US, which creates extraordinary opportunity. We have really leaned into the technology and the advantageous business opportunities that have existed before, but now we've leaned into the ones that are most applicable in all industries from education to finance to hospitality, all forced, or I always say propelled to a better place, a better position. Those who respond to pain, struggles, setbacks, mistakes that COVID has presented have really accelerated and have benefited. Those who are focused in on stability have remained stable, alternating and adjusting and re-engineering the way they do business with more of a remote type of similarity to what they did before. And those who focused in on what was missing, what they didn't have, what other people thought negatively have suffered. But I haven't in my entire business career seen more opportunity in the United States in order, no matter where you come from, to accelerate what you want business-wise, including something that's being ignored right now that I'm promoting, which is entrepreneurship. I think a lot of people Mm. have romanticized And Evan, um, you understand this completely. They've romanticized how nice it is to be an entrepreneur. Well, because of COVID, you have all the benefits of being an entrepreneur. Work at home, work on your own timeframe, you know, really get to be productive when you want to be productive, but you don't have to risk everything. You still can not only get a stable salary, but benefits in the United States sometimes are worth more than the salary. And there's huge equity opportunity. There's unicorns. There's companies that get the B mark, the billion mark within a year. And if you're willing to be an entrepreneur instead of romanticize, you know, an entrepreneur, I know this is counter to my brand. You know, I'm probably one of the the more notable entrepreneurs in America, but I'm really promoting for the best interest of all. Look at the entrepreneurship as well. If the reason you want to be an entrepreneur is freedom, flexibility, and, and family. I totally love it. And I love the spin on that. I mean, for us, Dare to Scale, it is about the entrepreneur and more particularly about 
dare to scale you, self. You know, a lot of the times there's a mindset sort of an issue. And when we say issue, it sometimes may start as an issue, but there's a huge opportunity there. And of course, we feel that the SME sector is, you know, small businesses is the way forward for more employment and you know, growing the economy. For us, there's an interesting sort of space we work with. There's sort of the belief in self, the belonging, um, you know, your family and the time that you, you spend with your family, besties, as we call it, you know, this is your social network, breathing, you know, activity and balance, which is your, your finance kind of space. What's your sort of teachings in that sort of space when, you, when you're dealing with an entrepreneur? What's the, the biggest thing that sort of, that you work over there? Three things. And I do promote entrepreneurship still, obviously, but those that don't have the capabilities of these three things. One, mindset. You were talking about mindset. You can't find outside of what you can't find inside. So in the mindset, I want you to take inventory of your skills your knowledge and your desire, see how it's aligned with synergistic supplementary to what you want to do. Then, of course, something that's completely ignored by an entrepreneur, which is their heart set. How do you feel about this? Are you capable of enjoying the consistent every day, persistent without quit, pursuit of this potential that you have? So do you have a mindset to see the pain, the struggles, the setbacks, the failures, as a propulsion, not a punishment? And do you have the heart set to feel good about it? Do you have the heart set to enjoy and attach your emotions to the journey? I don't talk about goals. I talk about milestones. Why? Milestones are supposed to be passed. And so most people, what they do is they attach their feelings to the end result. I want people to attach their feelings to what it takes to get to the milestone and then go past it or expect to go past it. And so that there's no attachment of, I will be happy when. See, the minute you use the word when and happiness together, you create resistance. In my opinion, it's because the universe doesn't understand time. It's a man-made construct. So if you say, I'm gonna you know, raise a million dollars by the end of the year, tomorrow you've created more resistance than you had today. If you say, I'm gonna raise as much money as I can, as fast as I can, you're still in an effortless state. You're focusing in on raising money and doing everything it takes to raise money. Same thing with any other aspect of business. So the first two, mindset, heart set. And then the last one is how truly productive, accessible, and gracious are you? Meaning, how is that conscious continuum working for you? There's a real world we live in. There's three laws that I teach within the context of the conscious continuum or being productive, providing value, being accessible, being accessible to your associates, the investors, your family, your health, but also accessing what you want, receiving, and being gracious. And those are three laws. One, the law of gravity. See, the world spinning, hurling, and rotating all at once at an incredible speed, but you're here and you don't even feel it, which means to me, you must be at the right place at the perfect time. If you weren't at the right place at the perfect time and you didn't have everything you needed, then you'd be falling off the earth somehow, or you, know, you would be unhappy. So the first step that's often overlooked is that, you know, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Then you institute this law of Goya, G-O-Y-A, get off your ass you got to have the desire to do everything that you possibly can to be what you must be. This is the common ingredient. I'm blessed, as you know, in America to have, you know, TV shows and podcasts. And I get to be with billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, and entertainers. What I call the people who carry the spirit of excellence. There's only one common denominator that all of them have. 
all of the extraordinary human beings have a desire that they must be what they can be. And so they institute the law of Goya every day, no matter how much they have. You know, Branson, doesn't matter. Law of Goya. You know, Musk, Law of Goya. Bezos, Law of Goya. Gates, Law of Goya. Lastly, the one that goes back to the mindset and heart set is the law of allowance. The law of allowance cannot be utilized until you utilize the law of gravity and the law of Goya. You are creating room for everything you want. Here's the irony. People don't ask. A lot of people make the room, but then they don't ask for what they want. They ask for what other people want for them. They ask for what's missing. They ask for what they don't want, especially as we talked about in the pandemic. And guess what they end up with? What everybody else wants for them, what they don't want and what's missing. So when you institute the three laws with mindset, heart set, and the conscious continuum in mind, you will expand, accelerate, grow. You will attach your emotions to the journey, not the outcome. You'll have milestones that you'll surpass faster and farther than you ever imagined. Because everyone out there, even me, who has a mission of empowering over a billion people, I know I'm asking for crumbs. I know that this vast infinity, you talk about scaling. I'm just asking for crumbs. I have to challenge myself every day to ask for more, ask bigger, ask brighter. Totally and utterly love that. And it resonates with our teaching. And I mean, we're miles behind you, but we're catching up, you know, just when we're working with people, it's one of the most difficult things for to help the entrepreneur get themselves out of the way, you know, to actually then chase down exactly what they're after. And daring milestones we talk about all the time. It's actually in the book and, you know, building your business gracefully. It resonates, everything you're saying resonates perfectly with, with sort of the teachings that we have. I totally love it. Listen, I love the fact you spoke about Goya. It really is quite an interesting sort of space. And as far as that goes, I know you start your day at 9 p.m., right? And I want you to talk a little bit about how that came about and how that helps and how that can help our listeners. First, it came about because I started to study time and understood there's two types of time. Man-made constructive time, the speed of light that is determined by when light leaves the sun and reaches the earth, 186,000 miles per second. But then there was a different speed, the speed of thought. And I wanted to live my life in thoughtfulness. And so when I started to determine how can I live a thoughtful life and maximize the activity that I am allowed in 24 hours of man-made constructive time, I realized that we put upon ourselves this wake up in the morning is the beginning of our day. So in order to maximize my activities, I realized that I had to put my body, my mind, and my soul in a position of not only recovery, but in access. So at 9 p.m., I put my mind, my body, and soul by having the right temperature, the right lighting, no caffeine, no drugs, no alcohol, no negative conversations or negative people. And so what I'm doing is preparing myself to plateau when I wake up, not live like a myth of Sisyphus and Camus the stranger pushing a boulder to the top of the hill just to have it be at the bottom of the hill when I wake up or even worse, lower. Or, you know, understanding that, you know, paycheck to paycheck, 99% of the people wake up just to get through tomorrow. You know, when you start utilizing an unwinding routine, not only will your body be recovered and feel better and have more energy to execute on all the brilliance, the expression of God, the genius that you've been given, but now you have that genius within you. I believe that, you know, life is different than what it's ported to be, meaning we are already healthy, happy, wealthy, and worthy. I try to figure out what am I doing to interfere with it? 
not go get it. So unwinding at night, keeping myself away from interference allows me to be more of what I am so that in the morning when I open my eyes, usually at 4 a.m. Pacific time, I am at a higher frequency, a higher vibration, a plateau. And then I codify it in my mind and use it as a baseline to propel myself further. Instead of being a tube, food in, food out, paycheck in, paycheck out, I'm accelerating, growing, and expanding every day by finding light, love, and lessons. I think when we sleep, if we clear interference, we get an extraordinary download that we actually wake up with more pertinent information to utilize during the day. And by meditating at the beginning of the day, where I used to meditate to go find the information, which usually frustrates people because they don't know what to do when they meditate. They're like, they think it's inactive. What all I'm doing is interpreting what the download is. I'm trying to be aware of what I've downloaded when I sleep for 20 minutes. So then I can execute according to my what, my who, my how, my now, basically applying my why to my life, not searching for my why. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you for that. Not just searching for my why, but actually applying my why. Thank you. That was spot on. And David, I have one question for you, please. Because first of all, I want to go back to a couple of things that you said. Milestones, like Evan said, this is so up our alley because it's goals have a definite end and then that impetus sort of wears off when you're looking to achieve your goals. It means nothing because you don't set out to achieve goals. Life is not about goals. Life is about different milestones. You grow up, you go to school, everything is a milestone. So it shows continuous journey. So we'd love that. Thank you. And you talked about mindset, heart set. That is brilliant. And there's an added layer that Evan and I talk about. It's to do with awakening your gut because your courage comes from your gut. And it's the courage and associated with the gut. And it's your gut that makes you move. So your Goya ties in with that entire gut thing. And now I want to ask you the question. You also talked about when you were talking about entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship, it's that myth that people think, well, I can work at my own speed, where I can be my own boss. Not many people get it that it's all in or nothing. There's no such thing as free lunch. And I want to hear a little bit more about it from you, please. Yeah, so when you're an entrepreneur, there is no quit, there's no stop. And there's always something to do. We're not regulated by time or by fees or by salary or by commissions. It's unlimited what we can and can't do. And so the first thing is to come to the realization or awareness that you're living between limitlessness and infinity, which talk about courage. You know, in the Eastern civilization, our stomach is called our main main, our main main. That's the center of source. Uh, so it's no you know, surprise to me that you deem to find courage, enlightenment, intuitiveness within the context of the main main or inner stomach in our gut. And that's why gut health is so important as we evolve and learn. But moreover, you know, this idea of infinity is the scariest thing because we can't fathom the size, scope, and no pun intended, scale <laughs> to what we can accomplish. I tell a story all the time about Jeff Bezos. I'm a top optimist, as you know. I think I had shared that comment with you and I'm the top of all optimists. And if I would have met Bezos 25 years ago in his garage and he was selling books out of his garage online and he just mentioned to me, David, someday I'll be the richest man on earth. I'll be worth over a trillion dollars. I'd look at him from selling books out of his garage and I'm an optimist, the top optimist. I would have mocked him. I would have laughed at him, scoffed him and made fun of him and doubted him. 
The difference between an entrepreneur and everyone else is it doesn't matter that even though David Meltzer is running at that time, you know, Samsung USA, you know, have, was far more successful in most people's eyes, at least financially, than mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos and in the community, much more well-known. Mm. Here, he didn't matter what I thought, right? An entrepreneur must be what he can be. He's willing, like P.T. Barnum, like another great Carl Fisher, who created the Indy 500, was the richest man on earth three different times, bankrupt in between twice. Yeah, these. This is the definition of an entrepreneur. It's a, a different breed of... And the best way I can say it is if you're willing to live between limitlessness and infinity and live and find meaning with everything you see, then you're an entrepreneur. If you're worried about anything, if you have the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, resentful, for any amount of time, you're not an entrepreneur. You're not built to be an entrepreneur. You literally know that infinity is there and you're striving to scale to infinity. 20 minutes packed with value, 20 minutes packed with gems, that need to be written one each on a page and read every single day. David, thank you very much. This has been absolutely brilliant. Evan, over to you. David, it's been an absolute pleasure again. And like Russia says, gems everywhere. And the listeners will totally and utterly you know, be writing all their own books, you know, just with everything you've shared today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Everyone reach out to me, David at dbelter.com. I'm happy to send you the daily practices, guides, exercises. I even give my book, ebook, audiobook, signed books for free. But remember, most importantly, Washington Avenue, the biggest goal or the biggest mission is to be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. Thank you. Do good deeds indeed. David, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you, team. Appreciate it. Have fun. I'll see you guys soon. Thank you for joining us and for listening all the way through. To get the show notes, the transcription, and of course, to subscribe, visit daretoscale.fm. The success of the show is thanks to you. So please keep the five-star reviews coming. Remember to share this with your network and keep the community expanding. We'll catch you at our next episode. And in the meantime, keep daring and keep growing.